Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 183, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, it's Wednesday, we're all the way back to reader number one, and like we said yesterday, today we begin the stories of Jesus' adult life. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So hello Marvin. Oh hi Dave. So how are those mutants coming along? Oh they're good Dave, one down, three to go. Great. Well, it is Wednesday. Oh yeah, I know Dave. Jingle! (laughs) No, hang on a minute. What? Well, I know it's Wednesday, but actually, Benjamin just texted a little while ago, and he's running a little bit late, so he said to go ahead, and hopefully, well, he'll get here in time before the end. Oh, gosh. Well, I sure hope he makes it. Okay, Dave, so, yeah, well, what are we reading today? Well, over the last week, we've read really everything that we know about what happened to Jesus when he was young. And so today, we're going to begin the story of all that Jesus did when he was an adult. Now, we think that Jesus was around 30 years old when he began his ministry. That just means when he began teaching people and performing miracles and doing all the stuff that we'll read about over the next few weeks. And that he was maybe 33 years old when he went to die on the cross. So all of these stories that we'll read happened in those three years. Now, today we're going to skip back to Matthew's Gospel and we'll hear what happened right at the start of Jesus' ministry. Okay, great. And yeah, we're back to reader number one, huh? Now, if memory serves me right, that's our friend Janice, right? It is. Yeah, so Dave, did you know she became a grandmother? You know, I did know that, Marvin. Yeah, I call her Granny Jenny. Hi, Granny Jenny. Hello again, everyone. Today's reading is from Matthew chapter 3. In those days, John the Baptist came and preached in the desert of Judea. He said, Turn away from your sins. The kingdom of heaven has come near. John is the one Isaiah the prophet had spoken about. He had said, A messenger is calling out in the desert, Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made out of camel's hair. He had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea. They also came from their whole area around the Jordan River. When they confessed their sins, John baptised them in the Jordan. John saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptising. He said to them, You are like a nest of poisonous snakes. Who warned you to escape the coming of God's anger? Live in a way that shows you have turned away from your sins. Don't think you can say to yourselves, Abraham is our father. I tell you, God can raise up children for Abraham even from these stones. The axe is ready to cut the roots of the trees. All the trees that don't produce good fruit will be cut down. They'll be thrown into the fire. I baptise you with water, calling you to turn away from your sins. But after me, someone is coming who is more powerful than I am. I'm not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptise you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His pitchfork is in his hand to clear the straw from his threshing floor. He will gather his wheat into the storeroom, but he will burn up the husks with fire that can't be put out. Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan River. He wanted to be baptised by John, but John tried to stop him. 
So he told Jesus, I need to be baptized by you. So why do you come to me? Jesus replied, let it be this way for now. It is right for us to do this. It carries out God's holy plan. Then John agreed. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he came up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened. Jesus saw the Spirit of God coming down on him like a dove. A voice from heaven said, This is my Son, and I love him. I am very pleased with him. Thanks, Janice. Okay, Dave, so John the Baptist. Now, that's Zechariah's son, right? The one that Gabriel said was going to be born? That's right, Marvin. So John had grown up too, and he was an important man in God's big story. His job was to get people ready for Jesus' ministry. And so he was out in the desert calling people to turn away from their sin and to turn to God. Okay, yeah, I get that. But then those Pharisees and Sadducees turn up? Dave, who are those guys? Uh, well, here comes the professor. It's Professor Westminster. 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 Summer, springtime, Professor Westminster. Someone you can always pull. Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Hello, Professor. So, Professor, Marvin was wondering about the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Ah, yes, yes. We'll hear a lot about the Pharisees and the Sadducees as we read through the Gospels. But these were very important men back in Jesus' day, yeah? The Sadducees were lots of rich and powerful men who controlled what went on in the temple in Jerusalem. The Pharisees, well, they maybe weren't quite so rich, but they were the experts on God's law and how they thought it should be kept. So, these two groups of men, they were really the leaders of God's people back when Jesus and John were doing their thing, yeah? Okay, yeah, but John didn't seem to like them too much, huh? He, he said they were like snakes? Ah, yes, well, you see, they came out to the desert to see John. But he knew they were not doing that because they wanted to turn away from sin or to turn to God. But they were coming because they wanted the people to see them going out to meet John. John was not impressed. That's right. Thanks, Professor. So yes, John warns the Sadducees and the Pharisees. You know, he said, you think because you were born to these Sadducee or Pharisee families, these descendants of Abraham, you think that makes you right with God. But nope. God cares about your heart, not the family that you were born into. Yeah, and Dave, he talked about, like, trees being cut down? That's right, Marvin. See, these men were from Israelite families. They should have grown up knowing about God. Their hearts should have cared most about following him. But John says if they don't care about following God, well, then they're like a fruit tree that grows up and never produces any fruit. And there's nothing else for it. Any tree like that is going to be cut down because it's no good. So yeah, John wasn't messing around. He was telling these powerful men to watch out or they would be cut down. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but then Jesus comes, right? That's right, Marvin. Now, John knows who Jesus is. And he's thinking, well, I can't baptize the Messiah, God's chosen one. He should be baptizing me. But when Jesus insists that this is what God wants, well, then John does baptize Jesus. And we get this amazing view of the Trinity. Oh, the what, Dave? 
Ah, Marvin, the Trinity, yeah. The three persons of the Godhead. God the Father und God the Son und God the Holy Spirit, yeah. So we say our God is the Trinity. One God, but three persons, all equal. That's right. So Jesus is baptized. We see the Holy Spirit coming down like a dove and we hear the voice of the Father in heaven. So all three persons of God, God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, they're all there as God identifies who Jesus is. He's not just another prophet. He's not like Moses or Elijah or even like John the Baptist. Jesus is God's only begotten son. Okay, wow. Gosh, there sure was a lot going on at today's reading, Dave. Yeah, there really was, Marvin. Oh, hey, you guys, did I make it in time? Oh, you did, Benjamin, but only just. You will have to be quick. No worries. Hit that jingle. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Oh, Phew. Okay, well, here goes, Dave. I have a great joke. Yeah, go for it, Benjamin. Get ready to laugh. So, if God was a baker... What would he say when he baked a really great cupcake? Uh, I don't know, Benjamin. What would he say? He'd say, this is my bun. With it, I am well pleased. Ah, ha, 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 yes, that was a funny one. Good one, Benjamin. Well, yes, I suppose he would say that, Benjamin. And, yep, I'm glad you made it in time. Oh, me too, Dave. I'd hate to disappoint my fans. Well, that's really all we've got time for today. Boys and girls, you know, we don't want to be like Pharisees and Sadducees going to church and doing God stuff and listening to the podcast just because that's what we're supposed to do or what we're in the habit of doing. We want to be true followers of God who love him and want to learn more about him and to please him every single day. So today, think about what it means to follow him. What difference following God should make to your life today? And then ask God by his spirit to help you live that different way. Okay, got it, Dave. Yeah, that's good, Dave. Yep, good work, Dave. Thanks, guys. Okay, so let's say goodbye, and we will be back tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and...